All right, John, VMware Explorer 2022. I'm super excited about this one. We get to interview the folks that are usually doing the interviews, the press. We're interviewing IDC, joining us this week, and I'm never going to be able to pronounce this last name, but Philip. Philip, how you doing? <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, really excited to be here. It's been a great conference. It's a huge turnout, much more than I even expected to see here. It's great to see people coming out uh, in person again after you know the slowdown, sort of. Yeah. Uh, just, for, just for the record, uh, I'm Philip Silichanu. <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. But you can call me Philip. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will call you Philip. And uh, tell, tell me, Philip, what do you do at IDC? So uh, I'm the research director of the worldwide blockchain, crypto, NFT, Web3 strategies practice. So within, within the blockchain and these areas, um, what are the adoptions you're seeing for large enterprises? Really, we've seen uh, sort of two waves, really. The, the first wave in the last few years uh, was really in sort of in the supply chain side of things, uh, the food supply, supply chain manufacturing, inventory management. But now we're almost seeing sort of a blockchain 2.0 where it's becoming more established enterprise-wide. It's becoming more comfortable for these enterprises. A lot of the, the implementation issues, a lot of the little glitches are getting sorted out. So now they're saying, okay, we trust it. It's beyond a POC. We actually see this working, so now let's expand it a little bit. Let's move it into some other areas like finance, like the trade finance, the letters of credit, the billing, things of that nature. So it looks like it, it sounds like some of these use cases were more internal driven on supply chain tracking or verification for compliance. And now they're going more to external third parties, maybe even a direct relationship or more broadly. Definitely, definitely. We're also starting to see uh, what, what we like to the coin sort of the, the rise of the CDAOs, the sort of corporate DAOs, where it's really almost like a like a an enterprise level, like a uh, ecosystem, an ecosystem plus almost, where you have a lot of different organizations all working together, but now they're they're more susceptible or, or more comfortable, you should say, I should say, uh, sharing a lot of that data. And because of uh, that sharing, that more uh, comfort level increasing, you're seeing them use more blockchain to do that, but also more NFTs to do that. And NFTs are really sort of the big space. Oh, I can only imagine. Yep. I, I'm curious, what are some of the barriers to adoption in this industry? You know, the, you have the traditional barriers, sort of the legacy, integrating with legacy systems and, and getting a lot of the stakeholders across all different departments in a company to work together and and sometimes give up their, their own legacy internal systems that, you know, People have spent 20, 30 years developing, and now you say, "Well, you're you're a little baby that you nur you know you you nurtured for 20 years. That whole department's going away. We're going to replace it with something new." And a lot of people are a little bit upset about that. But uh, really, the other area that's a, a barrier is in the crypto space. Uh, I I really feel that there's a, a lot of a lot of potential, a lot of money sitting on the sidelines, on uh, the institutional side, from the investment management side in crypto that's just waiting for the, a lot of regulators to kind of clarify the landscape. And once there's true clarity in crypto, it's the green flag drops. It's just going to be a flood of money coming in. So, I mean, it, it sounds like we're on the cusp of a, of a lot more adoption. And, and talking to some of the customers, we just uh, talked to uh, Tel Aviv Stock Exchange, we talked to China Stock Exchange. Like you said, the, this, that second wave of it being financial, yeah. you know, much more than just, hey, we're tracking some data points. Um, VMware strategy in general, what are you seeing and how it aligns with, you know, 
the enterprise market or this, and how does it align, or how does it diverge? How is it different? Yeah. Well, I mean, one, I mean, we speak to a lot of uh, the, the the tech suppliers, a lot of the solution providers, a lot of the advisory firms. Um, they all have their specific highs and lows, so to speak. Uh, I will say, I mean, to, to be candid, one of the things I like about VMware is that they really answer the hard questions. They truly believe in the in the true potential of the technology, and they don't try to cut little corners here and there, and then sort of, you know, find easier ways to do something. They really say, okay, this is the true right way to do something. Let's get the research team involved. Let's get the developers involved, and really do it right from the beginning. We we have a lot of smart engineers, and we do like hard problems. So that's it's oh. good to hear. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Phil, man, it, it's, a, it's been short and sweet. I really appreciate all your Absolutely. time, and Thank I you. hope you enjoy the rest of your VMware Explorer. Oh, I'm sure I will. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.